the reason I do this is because I'll say TJ and they'll be like, ZJ? That's fair. You might be overestimating the people that they hire at Starbucks, though. I'm just trying to find an easy way to find out if these could people have be brains. Jim. Jim, is there no. anything else? Kim, I guess you could be. <laughs> yeah, but if Kim I is say, unisex. But if I say yeah. Tim, they're going to hear Tim. If I say TJ, it could be very they easy for someone to fuck it up, I guess. British people idiots. pronounce Liam Lim sometimes. Like they say real quick, Lim. I'm not of the yeah. British persuasion, mate. And I wasn't even British. Derek, you don't have to pass me your lighter if you don't. I'm not going to pass you anything. <laughs> Here you go. Thank you. you Ready? Ready? Yes, sir. Yo, yo. What's up, everyone? Uh, Michael here. Uh, this week I did a little bit of a road trip, so I'm actually in Lincoln, Nebraska, hanging out with the dudes in Guilt Vacation. Uh, if you guys just want to go around and introduce yourselves real quick. <coughs> I'm Derek Wilson. I sing and play guitar in Guilt Vacation. I am TJ Abley, and I play guitar and do some singing. As Well, my Starbucks cup says Tim. I'm Andrew Toole, and I play bass in Guild Vacation. Tight. So, uh, first of all, thanks for sitting down and doing this with me. Uh, what do we get? Everyone's, I feel like, in a good spot right now. Yeah. Oh, watching, yeah. like, those reaction videos. Yeah. Everyone's mellowed out, so, um... I don't want to interrupt, but next time, I feel like if I don't say this, I'll forget. Next time when you introduce somebody, you could just start, you could start saying, so what does your Starbucks cup say? <laughs> Instead of saying, just, what's your name? So what do they write on your Starbucks cup? Sorry. Venti. To go back. Venti, Um, And then, as always, this is like an open forum. If you guys want to bring anything up, like, feel free to interrupt and talk about whatever. Um, like I said, I do have a list of questions we can get through. And then kind of go from there. Um, cool. So, first of all, for most people that do know, you all three are also in the band that's are better than yours. Um, Correct. Andrew and I kind of talked a little bit yesterday uh, about how Guild Vacation started. Um, but let's let's kind of... Hold on, I lost my train of thought. Oh, that happens to yeah. us all the time. Yeah, this is, it happens a lot. Okay. Talking about how the band started. Yeah, let's just let's just uh, talk about how it started. Um, and kind of go from there. When I was a kid, I always wanted to play guitar. No, uh, <laughs> like Guild Vacation just kind of like sprung off from a summer bed in your ASBTY as P 
people like to keep calling it or ass booty, whatever nicknames people like to throw on it. Like we we started just playing uh, just as Andrew, myself, and Derek, because it's like our our singer at the time was just going through some like really like hard family stuff, and it it was hitting him to the point where like we couldn't really like get him to come down to practice too much. We would stay in contact with him, but for the most part, he wasn't really coming down. But we kept practicing, just like, oh, it's still ASBTY practice, we'll still do it. And then uh, Derek, like, he writes songs just left and right at his house, and he all, he had another project called uh, Great Plains Massacre. What it really boils down to is that I was tired of being the asshole at the back of the stage behind the drums, and I wanted to be one of the assholes on the front of the stage with a guitar. So... I was like, let's try some shit out. And we tried some songs, and they were good. And then we found somebody that we liked. He played drums for us for a bit. We played some shows, some good shows. Our first one, first show was with Iron Sheik a year ago, a year and a Iron half ago. Iron Sheik uh, and Spanish love songs. And Iron Sheik has been a favorite of, of a lot of us and in the, in the band for a good long time. So getting to play on that show, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, for our first show. That was probably, you could say that was the... Our, how we started that was our first show our it was like basically if it would have just been an average show we probably would have given up after the first one but <laughs> it was like fuck we played with iron Sheik. i guess we got to keep going now Second. yeah i mean it just came down to like the three of us were just wanting to play music together still and we just kind of all were kind of unsure of what like the future of asbty might be and I mean, this has been a few years, so that kind of all blew over, but, like, we just kind of all made a pact with each other, like, we're going to keep making music, and, like, you know, none of us are really done with this, and didn't really matter what anybody else wanted to do, we were going to keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, we didn't so. want to play music with anybody else, and I don't want to have to learn anybody else's names. I just found out, <laughs> well, I yeah. just found out he's Tim. Yeah. T Tim, We yeah. called him Terry the whole time I've known him. got this tattoo. It'll be eight years in June, and we've gotten this far, so. Yeah. Uh, where did the name Guilt Vacation come from? Um, so I was listening to a lot of the early November, like I always do, because I <laughs> fucking love that band. And I, you know, we we're just trying to think of a name for a while, and we we almost called our band Flyover States, but it just sounds like just like a butt fuck no country to be fair, song. Like, I thought of that name and it's brilliant right? <laughs> but a country singer had already just put out a song called Flyover State so that's, that's why, we why that's it. why oh yeah we'll try to talk shit on my brilliant name <laughs> so it's a great name that we didn't use yeah yeah couldn't and, use couldn't use wanted to so one day I'm just sitting there uh, listening did. to uh, early November and they just have a lyric in one of their songs about um just going on a guilt vacation, like a guilt trip, just play on words. It's like, hey, that's kind of cool. I'll see what the guys think. And they're like, yeah, sure, we don't have anything better, so that's kind of cool. Well, we had Flyover State, it. which was definitely better. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, didn't want to get sued, so we can Yeah. Well, we were, being all fans of early November, guilt vacation yeah, kind of was, a nice, was a nice touch. It definitely fits the aesthetic, too, of like just the, the sound, like... That we have, I think it, it, it makes sense. It worked. It, it ended up being the right name. I don't think we want to be anything else. Yeah, except for obviously flyovers. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's like really unique, and nowadays you really need something that's not not everyone's thinking about. Well, yeah, well, if you can't you... think of anything good, just steal it from your one of your favorite bands. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
I hate when I go to like find a band on Spotify or on Facebook and you search their name and there's 20 bands named that already yeah. and mm. you you expect them to be like the top one and then you gotta fucking scroll through 12 different bands and you finally find them and it's just I don't know like sure that works but like name your band something unique so that when people go to look for it they can actually find it and it's I don't know not just 12 bands named something else also if we learned anything from our first band don't make your band name 400 words in a row <laughs> yeah. yeah the summer better than yours is the is might as well be a there's like a while we were talking about cutting that name down to just a summer better which i'm glad of, we didn't pull the trigger on yeah but like that yeah. one was we went back and forth on it's that just hard to make shirts when your band name's a summer better than yours because <laughs> where do you put all those logistically <laughs> like you're gonna have to go front ways. and back right yeah, yeah. it's uh, so wrap around yeah we wanted this name to be ass. definitely short and sweet and to the point and just like guilt vacation just really suited us and band that we all love and so as soon as we kind of brought it up it just kind of was that from then on so it's pretty cool yeah um like we had mentioned, he has been guild vacation for since like 2018. I think I saw you guys have played some kick-ass lineups. Um, what's been like the highlight from the time that guild vacation started to like now for like each one of you? Oh, man. Um, we just this last uh, October we played a couple of Halloween shows um, where we got to play an entire 90s set with some really cool bands um, and. It was just super fun to get dressed up in costumes and just go out there and just play, like, all these just, like, weird 90s songs that nobody would really expect us to play. Like, we could have done, like, the easy, you know, like, Old Green Day and Blink-182 and stuff like that, but, like, I don't know, we tried to just get really goofy with it and have fun, and it was it was really cool. We covered uh, a whole bunch of stuff, like, Losing My Religion was super fun. We did, like, um, our own uh, fast, punky version of that song. Yeah. Which just was a trip. That, that's a favorite band of mine, so being able to do that song was, was really fun. And our, our drummer at the time really wanted to do Linger by Cranberries, and I was oh, like, God, I don't really that know good. how that's going to turn out, but, you know, like, we'll see. And it turned out to be, like, one of the better oh, yeah, ones. It was, it was real epic. Super good. I don't like to say epic either. So. Well, it's like, it I was a... It. It came, it's very simplistic, very, like, by the numbers doing the chords, but we just did just, like, the classic, like, soft, loud, soft, loud, and it just turned out, which is very 90s already right there, yeah. so, like, we, we were able to hit that song on a lot of levels, but still being ourselves over, like, a classic song like that, I thought that one went over really well. Losing My Losing my Religion was a really good one. We did uh, Friday I'm In Love, which turned out really good, a lot better than I thought it was going to go. Because that lead part, trying to learn it, is so weird. I do stuff by ear, mm -hmm. and that song is just, like, really, like, it's capoed and out of tune, and it's just frustrating to me. So I had to just find people on YouTube playing it and just just figure out where it was just because that's how I learned it. That one was really good. Derek had a song, uh, what was it? Was it Madball? Fastball. Fastball. <laughs> I wish it was Madball. Maybe oh, yeah. it would have been a lot crazier. The Way. Yeah, that's a dope song. <laughs> I've loved that song since I was a little kid. Like, when I first wanted to start playing music that was on the radio, that, that shit was dope. I had an art teacher that would listen to that whole album. 
Yeah. Force us to listen to it, I guess is what I should say. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good song. But your question was like, what was the highlight of yeah, 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 yeah one yeah, of us? Yeah. Uh, prob- probably for me, at least, like this was kind of like <clears throat> a moment that I just remember really feeling like, like something clicked really good was uh Derek and I did some uh some record some like just like video recordings of us just playing acoustic and just doing like, just something to promote the Iron Sheik show that we were doing which was our first show and we only had like a couple pictures on our Instagram and maybe like a couple snippets from like one of our other like Instagrams of like us just practicing or whatnot so doing those two and having like something the two songs that we did and having something to present and getting like a good amount of views and a good amount of feedback from those songs and they were just acoustic which is how Derek had those songs originally so I knew if we got them there with the acoustic stuff if we had enough people coming to the show which we ended up doing uh, people really liked our band and really like talked about it we talked with uh, the drummer from Spanish Love Songs and those guys have been on tour recently in like the UK with Hot Water Music and they just put out like a new record too which is sounds amazing and talked to the drummer and he's like you guys would do great down in california and that was like a nice like little like confidence boost yeah. i do like if we ever had the chance to book a show down there and even if it was with them or with somebody else i feel like someone would respond positively and that was a nice little moment for us because i joined asbty when they were still like they had a name for themselves in town so I kind of got like a little taste of it, and with that show and that response from the video, even from the acoustic video, I felt like it really showed that this band's got something, yeah. something to show. Um, my what was the highlight? Yeah. High point. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Right How high did you get, dude? Iron Sheik. I mean, that was uh, we peaked in the beginning. We haven't. We're never gonna get there again. But no, it was a lot of fun to be to to play on the front of the stage for the first time. It was really cool. Everything went well somehow. Like these guys actually pulled it off, and I just got to take the glory. But it was really cool. I mean, every time I get to sing some shit that I wrote, like exactly how I want to do it, it's pretty cool. But that was definitely the the pinnacle so far. It's tight. It was a good day. Yeah. Tightness. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So this whole podcast is about getting drunk, right? Uh, well, it's called beers with bands. Okay, uh, you, you know what? Uh, crack me open one of the uh, one of them brews. I'll sacrifice my coffee for a while. Uh, also, listeners, uh, there's no PBR here today. We're doing Bush Lights because mm-hmm. these boys love Bush Light. Uh, if you haven't checked out their merch game, it's pretty sick. Oh yeah, man. Um, I do own it, and it does. It's the Bush Light. Logo, so well, don't get us in trouble. It's I mean, non it's a non, it looks like mountainous, but spherical it's, shape. Yeah, it's in, it's in, it looks spirit. a lot like the Bushlight logo, and is it is it's a guilt vacation yeah. light, yeah, yeah, <laughs> guilt light. It is a great shirt. Thanks yeah. for the thanks for pimping that. Yeah, us. anytime, man, dude. I actually haven't had a beer in a while. This is pretty, actually pretty nice. It's cold. We should yeah. shout out to Relentless, uh, yes, merch. Too. Oh, oh, yes, they merch. They have printed all of. Guilt Vacation and the Summer Better Than Yours merch for the last 10 years. and They're located they, right here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, they super professional, and they they knock it out of the park every time. So hit them up with anything that you need, and, and they'll make your budget work, and they'll send you some badass merch. I can definitely say that 90% of my closet is pretty much relentless merch clothes, <laughs> either from bands that we've seen that they've worked with or just ordering from them, like they're all nice dudes and it's all great, great gear as well. Sick. 
Our uh, our old drummer actually works there too, so shout out to Austin. Yeah. Miss you, buddy. Working yeah. your butt off, man. And getting married soon. How? So I know you guys just recently parted ways with your drummer. You guys have anyone else in line, or are you guys still like looking around for someone to mm. to fit the crew? We're kind of, we're open right now, but right now we're planning on we're we're recording coming up soon, and I'm a drummer anyway, so I'm gonna. We'll, I'll do the recording, and then, I mean, anytime between now and when that's finished, we find somebody great, but until then, I think we're mostly focused on recording an album. But, yeah, if there's anybody out there that's amazing at drums and thinks I'm cool, you can <laughs> be a drummer in the band. Those are the only criteria. Yeah, good I mean, at drums, think Derek's cool. We're kind of at a point to where we just, we just want to play these songs and not really worry about that, so when... When we get some some songs to show some people, like we'd love to have you know maybe one, two, three drummers that know how to play our music, but nobody that's necessarily has to fully commit to being in a band because a lot of people just can't do that. Yeah. So I mean, we just want to have some people that would you know be willing to play shows, and you know, a couple of them would help. Just you know, if this guy can't play, and we really have a good opportunity, it'd be nice if this other guy can play. So we're kind of just at the point where we just want to hang out with other musicians that want to play some drums. And it kind of feels like you asked us why we're still single, and we're trying to explain. Like we're just, we're just <laughs> playing the field right now. We're just, we don't have any plans. Yeah, we're super cool. I mean, but don't if you want my chill. beeper number, I can give it to you. It'll work out. We're not actively looking for the one, but we're open every day. <laughs> yeah, we're mostly like Tinder swiping, like yes to everybody. <laughs> You gotta play the numbers game, I guess. Can I always set up like a bachelor version of like to find a drummer or something? Yeah, it's, we need to make an app of that. It's like like drummer, like Tinder, where it's just like it's like a picture of them with a drum set and their setup and like what kind of music they're into. And you're like, nah, that guy's like yeah, that guy's weird. Sticks, I'm like, all in on this idea as long as when you swipe left and you say no, it's a rim shot. Like, but it's yeah, just. Bud plays him out with a yeah. quick rim shot. <laughs> uh, so, Derek, you did mention you guys are going to go record soon. Um, where are you guys going to go record uh, for your next set? Uh, well, for this first? We're going to Coyote Face Recording uh, yeah. here in Lincoln, Nebraska with a dude named Jeremy Worse who is he's so insanely talented and he's got a very beautiful studio and He's just, he's the right mind to have on our record. There's there's nobody better within hundreds of miles from here f to record our record. So we're just very lucky to have him in our town and be super down on the project. Um, <clears throat> we're already working with him, sending over demos and stuff like that so that, you know, he can kind of get to producing them because he's going to be a part of the process like all the way from now up until it's released and potentially yeah. after that so we're going to be recording our first single with him in uh, in March we're putting that out shortly was after. it March or was it April April April, April. sorry April. so yeah we're going to we're going to have that single recorded and try to you know see if we can send it around to playlists and stuff and then release it shortly after that and it's also just really just, cool the fact that he he liked us like some of the first times that he heard it and then we played a show with one of the bands that he works with called Minor Movements and it was just nice having somebody that like 
went out there and like learned learned his craft. Like went down to Seattle, I think, and learned from like a dude down there or something. Like yeah, he went was, all west coast, and then he, he came was back. He's working in in California and and up in Seattle and stuff. And like he's he's done a lot of cool stuff from what he was explaining to us last time that we met up with him. It's kind of like a whole handful of information to remember. So sorry if we said anything wrong. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Uh, I just want to. I just like even like the people we talked with that like he's worked with in terms of mastering records and hearing like the names that those dudes worked with like just like got me in my heart and like oh my god I I love those bands mm -hmm. so much and like just that opportunity alone just made me even more excited to record with them than I already was and I was already super stoked so I love how the process is going so far it's going great yeah he's he's very very good at what he does and he's insanely professional and like. I feel like it's not going to be that long before more people in the Midwest know who he is, uh, just based on the fact that, like, the whole last year he spent recording albums that are, like, very, very good that aren't released yet, and people have no idea, like, what he's capable of, and, like... Yeah, he's going to blow up. It's going to be awesome. He's going to be successful. It's going to be awesome to be in, yeah. on the ground floor when, when that happens. We got lucky we weasel our way in before. <laughs> <laughs> we always find a way... Just, if we just go for it like the Iron Sheik show is just our drummer just being like dude what if I just send a message and we get on that show and we all just kind of laughed I'm like yeah yeah sure and then he did it and we got on <laughs> it's like oh it's like sometimes it's just having that like little leap to just be like you know what let's just let's just do it yeah. but, and then I mean, sometimes it works out Austin our drummer was in a, a couple other bands too and like we had been in a summer better than yours for so long that like Starting this band has been a lot easier than, like, starting a band normally is. Like, we've got all the gear. We've got a fucking van and trailer, and we've got, you know, we just know people. So, yeah. like, it's nice that even though technically when when Lucas, uh, shout out to Lucas too, Blackheart Booking in Omaha, very cool, Lucas Wright, um, he put us on a show. We didn't even have our acoustic songs recorded yet. He just knew who we were and just trust, trusted us to be a good enough band to mm -hmm. open up the show. And so we're like, holy shit, he put us on the show. Like, we kind of got to get our shit in line. Like, <laughs> so we recorded those acoustic songs that TJ was talking about earlier and started really promoting the band. And, like, it's gone well since then. But, like, it's just, I don't know, cool to be able to make that jump. I don't know. Well, that's awesome. I'm stoked for you guys. I'm stoked to hear the final outcome with whenever you guys decide to release it. How many songs are you guys going in with? Uh, Derek, you got the number in there. Yeah, all together, I think it's going to be seven for the record. Um, or at least the way like, it's laid out right now. Or is it like that one song that's technically two, would that make it eight? Yeah. No, no, no. I would actually make it six. Oh, I'm counting out this two. Oh, okay. Yeah. We do have a big, uh, big long song that's like, Maybe 11 minutes long. No, it's like, like I mean, we seven joke minutes. about it. It's about seven. <laughs> I think we could, if you made it a little too fast, it would probably be six, but seven seems to be like the nice working number. Yeah, I found out that I, like, when I, I started writing another song after I'd already written this one, then I realized it was basically just a nice intro for the other one, so I did that. And then, like, the next two songs I wrote were the same, so we just put it all together. It's like a collage. But it's... it's, it's it's Not our band's it uh, band on the run. Like we're, yeah. we're no yeah. Paul McCartney and wins, <laughs> but that's our that's our 
weird three-piece song that's like... I mean, are I we know. even sure we, it's Paul McCartney? Because that's still up for debate. Apparently. It could be Paul <laughs> McCartney. Yeah, Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney is dead. <laughs> that's a whole other rabbit hole that we do not have time for. <laughs> we don't for. need to get in it. But, I mean, we wrote, we wrote the second and third parts of the three-part song, and then Derek was working on this other song. He's like, this is the intro to that. It makes sense. And, like, Although we already made fun of Derek for writing a seven-minute two-part song, <laughs> yeah. we were like, "That's man, what you like, gotta do when people ridicule you. You just power through and double down." Yeah. So, so he writes a third part, an intro to the two-part song, and it's perfect. And like, we all just like kind of had to eat our words. Like, wow. Like, I know it's long, but like, eat that it. can't be any other eat way. It. Like, I know it's long. But so, yeah. Choke on. Eat it. But yeah, it's a really fun song. It's uh, it's it's different. I think tool. I want to pass it. It's uh, it's uh, different than what what uh, stylistically our, our band's uh, very different from a summer better than yours. Like we, we've I think, had that, a debate. I think that song showcases it. Those two songs, if you want to call them that, showcase that more than any of them. And most of it is the song that we're talking about is spine. We have that. Recorded on YouTube, I think, or Facebook. Yeah, or it's on Facebook. But that's, and that YouTube. one doesn't Acoustic. have the, the extended yeah. intro. You'll have to get the record for that. Yeah. Yeah, but if we name that song something else, they'll just they'll always be played uh, back to back, like those Green Day songs. Uh, yeah, again, Brain steal Sue from your Jaded heroes or whatever. Steal but, their uh, ideas. You know, that's just kind of how the song needs to be played, and I don't know. I'm a big fan of albums anyway, so yeah, if they're not like the same song, like things are meant to be played in a certain way so that they can sort of... Jeez, <laughs> Damn, dude. I, dude, you gotta he, get one in there. He almost barfed. <laughs> he looked at me and like pointed like he was calling his pitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a home run. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Let's move on. That was out of the park. Um, I guess we can take a step back from some guiltification stuff. Um, you guys have toured pretty um, intensely and I'll sound better than yours uh, through the years. Um, for, if, if someone were to come up to you that ha- is just like starting out about to tour, what are some good like tour tips that you would give them? Okay. You go to your local CVS or Walgreens or any well, Walmart, any place with a pharmacy, and you get yourself some gold bond powder you're gonna need that even if you don't think especially you especially if it's the summer maybe yeah. not you get if yourself it's the winter some hydrocortisone cream it's like for diaper rash you need it's not pretty to think about but you're gonna get it and you're gonna want you're gonna wish you had it if you didn't buy it so get yourself some of that not sponsored by Walgreens or anything <laughs> or preparation H and maybe Neosporin we're we got our fingers crossed yeah. we're gonna get that sponsorship anyway get those things um, you can get a bunch of cheap pairs of sunglasses Drink a lot of water. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty much just yeah, hit 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 Walmart every chance you get. Yep. You can sleep in hotel parking lots and yep. steal breakfast. Um, <laughs> you can buy yourself. Get online and find yourself some cheap cots. Yeah. Come oh, oh yeah. You're the only band that I know of that ever had cots. Dude, camping cots. And, yes, They're yeah. like fifty bucks at Walmart. But, like, Again, you will never have to sleep <laughs> on any fucking floor ever. And, like, as a touring band, like, dude, the 
the first like long tour that we went on was five weeks and I did not have a camping cot and my back is still fucked and it's been fucking eight years. Like <laughs> like that shit sucks. And we saw another band of our a friend of ours, The Last Slice, had uh camping cots and it was like, Oh my god, these might be the smartest people I've ever met and so I bought some camping cots and it was like the best choice I ever made because I mean half the time you get to this house and it's like you know people are super nice and they'll let you crash at their house but you get there and there's no room and like when you have a cot it doesn't matter if you have to sleep on a cement floor or you know cement laundry room like you can just throw your cot yeah. out and you got plenty of room to spread out and it doesn't fucking matter but yeah cots are cots are the way to do it yeah. I will sure. tell you... Nasal spray also. That's one other thing. When you're in the pharmacy, get yourself some nasal spray because you're going to be smoking and doing whatever <laughs> on the road. And your sinuses are going to be all fucked up in different climates and stuff. You're going to wish you had some of that. And you got your diaper rash. I can't say can't what breathe. to do, but I can tell you all the things what not to do. Do not eat nothing but bags of Cheetos and chips. Do not have two two-liter bottles of Diet Coke. Hiding in your backpack, thinking that no one notices, but everyone can hear it. Get yourself, late at night when get yourself you have some a ramen noodles. Ramen noodles and like canned ravioli mixed together will stretch like a motherfucker. Really? Yeah, wow. it's gross. It's horrible. Like, like the tour that Andrew was talking about. That was the first tour I ever went on, and I was like a nice big like two hundred eighty-five pound, <laughs> just Gorgeous. novice person that. Thought he knew how to smoke, but he couldn't inhale for the life of him. And all I did was eat Cheetos, drink Diet Coke. I didn't sweat the whole tour because I didn't have any ounce of like hydration. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a hundred degrees I'm out. I'm wearing two shirts on, and he's wearing he a fucking Adidas sweatshirt every day. Yes, I love that sweatshirt. So yeah, I don't, don't have do anymore. that. Also, on the real, don't not document. Like document everything. Take as many Take pictures. pictures videos, I, I did that with some of my old phone cameras. And bring extra and phone chargers. Yeah. Always, you fucking need you them. always need phone chargers. You always um, lose about three of them in the van. Yes. Uh, Get extras if you can. We, you can cook ramen noodles in a coffee maker. <laughs> yes. They might not uh, let you come back to that motel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you can physically do it. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we uh, just a heads up. Like a if baseball field, if like you have a band was... trailer or a trailer behind your van, AAA will not fucking tow it. So, like, just know that. If you're like, oh, yeah, we got AAA. <laughs> if we ever break down, maybe drop the trailer. And it's don't, probably not worth it. And don't not get insurance because you're going to be driving through some states that are called no fault states where they can hit you and not have to pay you a goddamn thing if they wreck your trailer. Yeah. Which happened to us in Michigan and was not very much fun. <laughs> it really sucked. But it was one of those memories that, like, and it was. It's. it's uh, I look yeah. back, not fondly, but we had a we had a buddy intense. of ours sleeping in like a makeshift bed that we had in the back, and when we got hit, he flew like in the air and <laughs> hit the ceiling, and then we looked at it later and found like hairs and sweat marks in his back, <laughs> and is, it could have been so much worse if we didn't have that trailer there. And that happened? Oh, man. The point when is, make happened, sure you get insurance. Yeah, have insurance, but... When that happened, safe, it was freaking the end of June, the middle of summer, hot as fuck, we had no air conditioning, us and a band called Don't Wait Up from Cincinnati were on tour together in the same van. 
they were a six piece and we were a five piece. Oh my god! Granted, like all of us were overweight and like, <laughs> yeah. and so we had eleven seats in our van in a bed. So like, there's eleven people and eleven seats, and we got fucking rear-ended by this kid. And like, I had driven like two thousand miles already on this fucking tour, and then all of a sudden Zach's like, "Hey, I'm gonna drive today," and no fault of his, like at all. Like, we're driving and coming up to, like, a, a two-lane-to-one-lane merge where there's construction on the highway, and we're going, like, five, ten miles an hour, maybe just kind of barely rolling up, traffic's merging, everyone's driving normal, except for the asshole behind us that, like, ass-ended us doing, like, 50. Andrew, what was his name? No. We don't need to say this. You want to call him out right now? Was, you have to forum, dude. Just bleep it later, you know? His name is... And he's a piece of shit. No. Uh, I don't really care that much anymore. But yeah, but I just imagine a sixteen-year-old kid in, cool. in his parents' car rear-ending us and seeing eleven grown-ass dudes pop out of the van. He <laughs> just oh, not only that, and just I'm like, Zach. I'm like screaming up at his window, like, like in there pointing my fucking finger at him, like, you stupid motherfucker! Like, I hope your fucking text message was worth it, you stupid piece of shit! Like, fucking yelling at him, like, and like, dude. We had just got done getting through a bunch of toll booths, so I had all this change in my life. <laughs> and so, like, we're in the like left lane, and it's merging into the right lane. And so the right lane is the only, like, the only lane of traffic moving. And so I pop out of the van to yell at this kid, who's just like, <laughs> change everywhere. It's just hitting the ground, and, like, I'm just like, fuck! And I'm just running around, just yelling. And just so mad and upset and just, like, don't know what to fucking do. And then I just went back and started yelling at this kid through the window of his car, which is probably a little bit overreacting. But in the end, everything... I blame every, the heat. All of our gear was fine. We had to get a new trailer. It technically ripped our trailer off of our van and told our van, but we just drove that van around until it died anyways. So, <laughs> really... It wasn't the worst thing ever, but it was pretty much the worst thing that could happen to us that day. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Then we got to fit all of our belongings into the van in between everybody. Like, oh, yeah, I did. Like, uh, crammed everything in there. Yeah, we Every, were... There wasn't a single, like, centimeter that didn't have something in it. We were oh. what, three hours oh, straight after? Sorry. No, it was further than that. We Five were we were in, like, East Lansing, Michigan, mm -hmm. and... <laughs> Our buddies that we were on tour with were from Cincinnati, and his dad, uh, stepdad maybe, lived in northern Kentucky, just on the other side of the river from Cincinnati. And he drove through three states in a minivan with no seats in it to come get all our gear. And we left Michigan at like 2 o'clock in the morning and rolled into Cincinnati at like 7 or 8 or something like that. Did we get tattoos the next morning? <laughs> Not the next morning. On, on the next one? We got we got a couple uh, gang tattoos the, the <laughs> next day. We all got an 11 tattoo because there was 11 of us. Ah, uh, but one of the 11 did not get yeah, a tattoo. Yeah, so there's only 10 11s. And, <laughs> and Mike Newton, you need, to, you need to just get it, man. Just step on up, dude. Or or Justin Howard will get do it what the Miami place. Dolphins do not and step up and win and finally win. Be like the Bears, but not like this season.
I feel like we all have ADD. I hope that all of your sure podcasts do. go this great. <laughs> yeah. We're, Some I do. think we're setting a pretty high bar. Oh, Super yeah. high. <laughs> I don't know. There's only one band that I've recorded with that'll probably give you a run. That's TV Cop, because TV Cop smokes weed. That's literally the name of their next album, is TV Cop Smokes Weed. That's like, awesome as fuck. <laughs> what do they sound like? Uh, just like riffy fucking pop punk. Like, it's super sick. I'll where, show you after this. Where are they, where are they from? Uh, Atumwa in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Iowa's got all those super weird town names. It's <laughs> right. Like, us Nebraskans can't pronounce them, you know. <laughs> we don't take pretty kindly to those people. <laughs> yeah, we don't like Iowa here, but we like Michael and... So yeah, we're we'll one of those states exceptions. that hates the other states that are exactly like our state. Exactly. There's nothing else to do in our state. That's Except why hate, hate each other. That's why he made me wear use a we're Husky we're in a blanket constant last night. state of hate. That was just the first one I grabbed, and then afterwards I realized I was like, "This is a Husker's blanket." <laughs> hopefully, no one from home like ever sees me like using this. <laughs> oh man, that'd be bad, huh? Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, we should get some pictures. <laughs> yeah. When I was a little kid, I spent time on the University of Minnesota campus for like a tennis camp, and I got lost in downtown Minneapolis, and then I found my way back to a Dairy Queen that I remembered had a mural of Brock Lesnar on it. <laughs> so I knew I was close by to the campus. <laughs> And it was just weird because I, I was wearing all Husker gear as well, so all these people didn't like me. Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> can you imagine how many murals of John Cena there are that you can see? <laughs> I'm crying. Oh. That's awesome. Holy fuck. Classy as fuck. <laughs> I remember there was a mural of John Cena. <laughs> Or no, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So those little things you always remember, especially if you're like a wrestling fan like me, you just always remember that stupid shit that like no one else would like care about. Like, I remember that. Um, so besides getting hit and like rear-ended with the, the van and trailer, what else was like a shitty just... Tour moment. We had a lot were... of oh, van God. troubles. Our old van, Vanessa. Yeah. May she rest in peace. Um, yeah, we got rear ended, and then it was like after that, just a series of well, we went power problems, and we well, were just plagued with problems every time we go out. So, Vanessa, our first van. May she um, rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> May she rest in peace. Uh, that van, um, so yeah, we totaled it in Michigan in 2012 and we went on a few more tours in that van um she was very good to us we loved uh, her very much. we went after that we you know it was totaled because the gas tank was dented in so technically like our gas gauge wasn't fucking correct but like the van wasn't fucked up like mm. it was fine like and so we went on a few tours in that van and when we went on a tour with our buddies the last slice um we uh we woke up one morning and decided that we were gonna go to a liquor store we woke up in a fucking truck stop parking lot in fucking louisiana and we wanted to hit a liquor store before we crossed into the next state or maybe we were in arkansas going into louisiana i don't really remember 
But we we wanted to stop at a liquor store and we fucking started our van and I was driving and I just like started it and put it in drive and was going in like one second. Like after like a cold fucking night and like it just like fucking just something wasn't right after that. And like so we pull up to this liquor store that we were driving to and like you could just feel our van just shaking like what the fuck and we that was on like a fucking Saturday or something like that and we couldn't get into a shop like so we drove 500 miles with like a fucked up motor and like ended up in a place called Long Beach Mississippi uh with Kathy and uh Hi. And Bobby, oh, dude, that was and one of the best their shows whole ever. family, and we got there, and like it was, we were with the other band, and and we knew that the van was fucked, and we needed to get it looked at, but we were, uh, they offered us a place to stay, so they they owned the venue that we played at. They got us super drunk after the show. Yeah, and we drank like three hundred dollars in pina coladas. <laughs> <laughs> we listened to "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor" about four hundred times. On yeah, it was and, and, and watched never, the and, Starship and, and, uh, down with the sickness too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, those are Bobby's favorite songs. He's like, "Oh, you guys like rock and roll?" And he put on "Bodies" by Drowning Pool yeah. and "Down with they the Sickness." They were just really good people. Like, by yeah. disturbed. Yeah, sorry, I'll let you continue. But anyways, yeah, we stopped at their house. Like, I got ADD. I could tell this fucking story for, like, two hours. So I'm going <laughs> to wrap it up. But, like, they they let us, like, try to fix the, our van. And the last slice stayed as long as they could. And they had to go and continue the tour. And we were still in Mississippi. But, I mean, what a better place to break down than two blocks away from the Gulf of Mexico. So, I mean, With like... the nicest people we've ever met. They yeah, the they... Oh, they're the best. They I took care them. of us. They fed us. They let us stay with them. We worked on our van <clears throat> across the street and some property that I think maybe they own. Dude, didn't they? They had like a whip in their yeah, house well, that you were out, it, turned out these, it turned out these folks who were in Long Beach, Mississippi, Long Beach, Mississippi, were actually from Oklahoma, where Zach's family was from. And he grew up. The uh, so lead singer of a summer brother than yours. Um, and. Yeah, so they had like this bullwhip in the living room, and I found it, and I I learned how to crack a whip like. Oh, dude, you were going business. on it, man. <laughs> anyway, but they, apparently they used it to like tame horses or something. But, but meanwhile, they're cracking yeah. the whip, like whipping all the tree branches <laughs> off of their neighbors. I got really good. Like uh, I could have kicked Indiana Jones's ass I, with a whip, dude. I was over there with uh, our friend Tracy and Jason from The Last Slice trying to fix. It. Our van, and we put new spark plugs and a new distributor. They're trying and, to like, focus, basically. Everything. <laughs> and Derek's just cracking whips. I'm Catwoman. <laughs> but we we did not do anything that helped our van that day. And the last slice had to go and continue on tour. And we ended up bringing our van into this uh, shop down in Long Beach. They let me have the whip, by the way. Sorry, yes. they gave it to me. You still have it, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Keep it with me. That's awesome. <laughs> Keep it next uh, to your bed. Like, so we took our van in the shop in Long Beach, and, like, they fucking worked on our van all day. Like, they were kind of cocky right when we got there. They're like, oh, yeah, we're Chevy experts. We could start that engine on the ground. Like, and so it's like, all right, like, you know, we came to the right spot. And, like, dude, they were fucking stumped. And, dude, they worked on it the whole day. And they had, like, one of their guys working on it outside. And, like, he was just checking things, and they couldn't find anything. And, as the day rolls on, like, they're starting to get more worried about it because they can't really figure it out. 
and they pulled it in their shop and their shop had kind of closed and they were still working on it like they were super nice kind of family owned little mechanic shop and some of the mechanics that worked there started you know doing little side jobs for their friends and hanging out and started maybe drinking a little bit smoking a couple blunts and like <laughs> all of a sudden we're just like what the fuck are we where are we and so like just like hanging out with these random guys getting drunk and stoned and like super fun and like these guys were fixing our van and they ended up working on our van till like probably about midnight and like their shop closed at five like and that's they they ripped the whole front end of our motor down to check if we jumped timing like they could mm -hmm. not figure out why it was running wrong and at the end of the night they realized that we just had a broken valve spring up top um and they're like oh my god i can't believe we missed that like we can have this back together it'll be tomorrow morning and the shop owner ended up giving us a ride back to where we were staying and he towed our trailer down there for us just so that it would be safer than at a shop and super super nice guy and he uh they worked on our van for probably 16 hours and i mean i work in a mechanic shop that charges 140 dollars an hour in labor and they charge us 300 bucks to fix our van damn and so like that place really really kind of saved our ass but it was a really bad situation and it didn't really stop there <laughs> we fixed our van and then issues because of the broken motor led to electrical problems and we got up to Cincinnati and we were we ended up being stranded in Cincinnati for like two weeks while we tried to get our van fixed and ended up selling it at a junkyard for 400 bucks after all of like it was a stressful almost month of, of keeping that running while trying to be on tour while being broken like we we were having the best time because we were with a great band and a great friends that of ours from Oklahoma that we don't get to see that often. And every day was a party. But after we sobered up, we'd have to remember that our van probably wasn't even going to make <laughs> it to the next city. So, like, it just kind of sucked. Yeah. Like, it was, like, really, really, really fun, but just really dark at the same time. Yeah, if you're going out, have a plan for when your van breaks down because it's going to. Don't go too far away from home. Yeah, you, you don't if, need to. And you don't have to go out for too long, like an extended period of time. Yeah, we thought you had to go on month-long tours, which is fucking... Just go do I it. I guess if we're, we're pretty <laughs> lucky that we're like in the middle and we could just like go out someplace and hang there for a minute and come back. Yeah. Pretty much equal distance from any cool place. But yeah, we uh, ended up getting our new van, Jean Goddamn Van. <laughs> it's Jean Claude Goddamn it's Van not. Van Damn Man. They like to say <laughs> that it is, but it's not. It's way simpler than that. It's just Jean Goddamn Van. That'll be one of the many debates in the band. It's, it's like names of stuff like that. It will always be Jean Claude Goddamn See, Van. See, here's what Damn Thomas Van did Man. with the band vans we had. First, it was like a little, like the first van that they had was like a minivan. They named Same. it. Same. Ours was the sightseer. Yeah, they named it after <laughs> someone's mom. As you do. Lori, yeah. Then they got the 15-seater van, and then they proceeded to name it after my mom. Yes. So that was, there was always jokes about, like... Everybody gets a ride. Yep. Yeah, those were always fun. Or, like, Michael, why are you driving your mom right now? And just, like, shit like that. It's, like, ridiculous. I did that was with my car at the time. My old guitar player, Tony, his mom's name is Joanne. 
So I named my car Joanne. It's like, oh, she's a tired old girl. Right? <laughs> that's so fucked up. I know. But that's that? what you do when you're in high school with your friends. Dude, what are you doing, kitty? My cat's trying to jump up on all the guitar cases. He's about to make a lot of fucking noise. Hey, Randy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, dude, that's my nice coat. I can't believe you knocked it on the ground. Banders, what are you doing, Move. Cats need attention, otherwise they become what? The devil. This is why I have Say three some dogs. Say like that again, cat. And a cat. Oh. All right. So we kind of talked about you guys setting up recording time. Uh, what can can everyone expect from the guilt vacation in, in 2020 and in the next decade for sure? Decade? I don't know. For uh, <laughs> hopefully we're all still alive. Uh, in a decade, that'd be sweet. Um, but this year, we're gonna put out a record. We're gonna put out a single sometime in the next. Hopefully few this year, we're gonna. We're really, really, like we have a lot of confidence in it. So if we have to wait a little bit to try to, you know, maybe find a label to put it out for us, like we're willing to do that. So hopefully this year, um, if not very soon, but there, there'll definitely be at least a single out, and we'll be working towards having a pretty badass album we're all super happy with it it's all it's all written already and it's just about perfecting and just working with jeremy to get it to the level that we want it to be like in terms of like even like how we sound like me and derek and andrew like we've all talked about it and we've kind of like narrowed it down to like the vibe that we kind of want to give is like a, a death cab for cutie meets alkaline trio like derek like like if you if you ever like listen to like Derek's voice even on like ASBTY records like he has like a Matt Skiba type voice but he has uh, Dan and Andriano is that his last name from the bass player from Alkaline Trio yeah like you have lyrics that like hit home in that in that world right there that he writes and that was pretty high praise like you you have that vibe I'll take like that any like when I first like heard your acoustic stuff when you were just playing it or just like in in the van when I first met you on that tour like like I was I was stoked on like your original stuff so being able to play it and even like the first time we met we hung out we were the first day of tour we were driving into Iowa actually and it started raining it was really rainy and I had a guitar yeah. with me I was like hey TJ I didn't really know you at the time but I was like check it out i'm gonna learn the solo for whiskey in a jar by the end of this tour i'm gonna be great at it and by the end of that tour i didn't i still didn't know it <laughs> i didn't learn it and i think that i think that taught you everything like, you need to know like about you me. guys had like because zach got me into that tour because uh brett the guitar player for the for asbty at the time couldn't make it uh <laughs> Zach asked me if I wanted to do it because we had both worked for the Academy of Rock program in Lincoln. It's now called the Nebraska Music Academy. And he just asked me if I wanted to do it. I said, sure. I got the time off and went on the tour. And I did probably two practices with the band before they did their like tour kickoff show at Knickerbockers. Miss you rest in peace. And going on that tour it's like i remember in the van uh listening to like let uh let's stay together by al green and i love that song and so i was singing it in the van and i don't think zach and even any of the guys like none of the other guys had heard me sing but like zach i don't think had ever heard me sing before 
and he he liked it and everyone else liked it so it was around the time of like near the end of that tour i was starting to sing more back and getting more confidence and then a few months after that they were all right with me being in the band and it was it was cool it was like a nice like little start i kind of broke out of my shell like i decided to do a lot of crack cocaine and lost a lot of weight he didn't do Jesus. crack cocaine. No, I didn't do crack cocaine. Dude, I, everyone crack would cocaine. keep saying that. I'm like, dude, what did you do for hard drugs? I'm like, I didn't. I just he stopped just eating Cheetos committed. and drinking Diet Coke. I think what you were trying to say is that stylistically our music's going to, the record's going to sound like is going to be a lot of harmonies, a lot of really sweet. Yeah. Me and you singing harmonies together. Sorry, I have ADD as well. I just go off on tangents. It's okay. It, it lets it lets everyone that's listening realize how like real this is. Yeah, real. Uns- unscripted, you know. Extremely unscripted. Yeah. I've been practicing my answers <laughs> for weeks. <laughs> I look in the mirror and look for the answers. <clears throat> how long is this gonna go? Uh, a little bit longer. We're almost okay, done. Yeah. Uh, Dear, I, yeah. How's your Zevia? Gone. <laughs> Why didn't you bring more? I was thinking you would have five. Yeah, they were, they were expecting at least like seven just like piled around. I didn't know how long. I didn't know what I was allowed to do. I didn't know if I was going to get kicked out. Do you want to have some of my beer. coffee? It's still good. No, I'm good. I'm not Tim, so I can't drink it. <laughs> Your tool. Uh, before Delish. we take off, I'll have I'll crack up on another one here. Um, sounds like you guys have a really good understanding as to where you guys want to be by the end of the year, which is good. Like I said, I'm stoked for the upcoming... Um, uh, <clears throat> record to come out and everything like that. Before we take off, did you have any like last words? Well, one, where can people find Guilt Vacation? We are on uh, Facebook and Instagram <clears throat> at Guilt Vacation for all of them, I believe. Unless Andrew, did you mess with one of the no uh, domains? No. We also have merch that we're starting to sell on guiltvacation.bandcamp.com. Reverts to earlier in the podcast where I talked about that one that looks like something, but it's not really that yeah, one. Right. Not, no, it's really, not that, but, it's but it's definitely that. Uh, but we created we, an air of mystery around that, mm-hmm. and now people are going to have to check it out. Right. That was good marketing. We'll have music releasing on uh, the Bandcamp page soon as well, too. Um, uh, we do have a couple songs that we recorded at another studio that we might be getting back soon. Maybe not, maybe never, who knows. And <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other fucking thing. Yeah, but anyways, we'll, we'll be releasing some stuff soon, whether it's... Uh, some some acoustic videos, uh, some songs we recorded at a different studio or whatever. But we, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I lost my train of thought. Like us on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Facebook, Facebook. Instagram. Instagram. Um. Yeah. That's what we have. We're, we don't have a, we don't have a Twitter because we don't have good things to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you've listened to us so far in this podcast, you know that. Dude, you wouldn't but want if to read any of this. If stuff. anybody's <laughs> actually listening, they're probably not listening anymore. Yeah. So like we could say whatever we want now. Um so we know where to find you now. Any last words 
for anyone? Uh, let's all go around. Derek. Follow your dreams and uh, drink Zevia. It's zero calories, <laughs> zero sugars. It's a great soda by great people for great <laughs> soda lovers. They're, uh, not a spon they're not sponsoring. <laughs> uh, just you know, just be yourself. Don't don't really give give a fuck what other people have to say, man. If you just are being yourself and you're not causing physical or emotional harm to anybody, I don't see what the fucking problem is. Yeah. Just just be a nice person. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, that's our message. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, our message is. Men have tits. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. They're sexy. Yeah. We were going to raise awareness. That we that were trying a, to take band pictures man. one day, and we're just like, oh, man, you can see all my titties. Us. And it's like, oh, you can see all of our titties, man. Don't worry. Men have tits. Yeah. And that's fine. It's beautiful. Uh, seriously, it's though, beautiful. like, just do what makes you happy and be around people that make you happy and... You know, you can figure out the other shit in the meantime, but... We're going to take that and we're going to put pin in it. Exactly. Add me on the gram. On the gram. But yeah, um, we're just a band that wants to write good songs and fucking record them with a really badass guy. Shout out Jeremy Worst, Coyote Face recording again. Um... Because we're, we're very, very excited to go work with him. and It's going to be a good year. Do our thing. Keep an eye on us. We're very happy to be where we're at right now. So it seems like we haven't really done anything in forever, and I totally get that. But we have some shit coming up, and it's going to be pretty good. And we're really excited about it's gonna be great. all of that. That was the least masculine display. <laughs> you ever yeah. seen a grown man try to struggle to crush a tall boy? And he's got to put one elbow on his knee to get leverage. It's, it's me. It's no kind of look. It's uh, TJ, but Tim. It's Tim. At Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> At Starbucks.com. <laughs> What's your email? Uh, <laughs> Tim at Starbucks. <laughs> That's stupid. Alright, so as we're winding down, since I forgot to put it in the last episode, if you want to be on an episode or if you know someone that should be on an episode, feel free to reach out. Um, our emails, my email's on the Facebook, or just message me through Facebook, whatever works. Um, thank you again, Gilbication, for one uh, tool let me crash at your place for this weekend, and for the rest of you guys wanting to be on it, um, it means a lot. And I'm stoked yeah. to see what the future holds for you guys. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Um, and that's us signing off. See you. Later. Peace.
fucking thing, but if you break the height of the hills where the river winds, you can see the city lights of Omaha, the world beyond, I wonder who'll be your drive home, and everybody's wasted, I'm your elder, I thought we are your Stranded on an island in a sea of grass